Hello everyone, it's me, Cameron, back here again with the Secondary Podcast. Today we have a bit of a different kind of topic than, or at least what I would usually cover. Today I want to talk about the evolution of the American dream. I'm comparing today's quote-unquote American dream to what I would say was around the 50s and 60s. So, you know, a nuclear family, a white picket fence, and a car was pretty much it. And there's kind of a, there's a reason it was so simple, especially during the 50s and 60s. You know, coming off of both of those world wars where almost all the men, especially World War II, almost all the men went to war. All able men, 17 and up. So the kids stayed, people who, you know, couldn't go to war stayed and women stayed so you know women picked up a lot of the slack for you know the workforce because all of these production companies and facilities had to change towards the war effort so you know you weren't getting metal plates for you know a camera or a car that was going towards the war almost everything changed you know farms produced Food for the war. So all of, a lot of that had to be worked by women, which up to that time really hadn't happened, especially in America, as women didn't really, weren't really allowed to work, or it was kind of looked down upon mostly. So the, the technical definition for the American dream is the ideal by which equality of opportunity is available to any American, allowing the highest aspirations and goals to be achieved. So it basically just means you can do, you can succeed in America more than other countries, which, I mean, uh, that's a different debate. I'm not really sure how well that, (laughs) I'm not even sure if I worded that right. But a lot since the 50s and 60s clearly has changed. The whole world has completely shifted, society shifted, generations have gotten weirder and more complex and there's a lot that goes into kind of what the American dream or at least how I perceive it to be as myself I'm sure it could be different especially today it could be different to anyone it's not really a one set idea but there's always kind of a general theme to this kind of thing so I mean Uh, Just a few things that have changed. For example, kind of what I'm going to be getting into is, uh, you know, wars. We, other than, you know, the two world wars, we've had the Korean War, the Vietnam War, Afghan. uh, I'm pretty sure there's at least one more in there somewhere for the Americans. So that's changed a lot because of how society kind of views those wars and the people that come out of those wars, you know, the veterans. Of course, the population of veterans is way smaller because the, you know, not every man is signing up for the army nowadays, or the military, sorry. Not everyone's doing it. It's a lot more limited, but, I mean, war isn't a thing about numbers, really, anymore. In most things, you know, we might fight with someone over who has new, more nukes, (laughs) more nukes, but that's about it. We don't actually launch them because pretty sure no one's that stupid to kind of end the world just like that. Technology definitely has changed 
in terms of we have the internet now, you know, TV's kind of gone out of the way. We have Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and all these different platforms for people to present themselves on and, you know, get recognized and noticed. That can play into it. Careers have changed, you know. um, It's a lot more individualized now in terms of you have more of a chance to do what you want instead of just working what job there is to work. You can kind of delve into what you want to do, really, which, you know, that could be part of it is having a job that you love to where it doesn't even feel like a job. Uh, Celebrities, you know, seeing how they live their life can affect the average person's American dream. Um, Diversity, because of that American dream being in the time it was, Jim Crow laws were still in use in many places. It was working to be changed during that time, but it was still in place. So workplaces weren't as diverse and... Basically, if you weren't Caucasian, you couldn't really achieve your American dream to the fullest. You could still probably do better than other places, but not as well as you, you know, not as well as you could today for a minority, you know, is what I'm trying to say. So let's just start off. I'm going to go down my list here. Mental health. In today's world, mental health is a lot more relevant of a topic it's a lot less taboo you know back in the day people just kind of wrote it off as you know something being wrong with you but it's not everyone has some form of their own mental illness of course it's not always something terrible but a lot of people especially in this country with how medicated we are for so much stuff anxiety and depression can definitely play into how you see your american dream if you're extremely depressed you might not even have an American dream you know you might not have that kind of motivation you might be what's the word I'm looking for kind of nihilistic you know you you see the bad and everything and you only see the the bad you know the bad way an event or activity can turn out instead of the good way so that could change how you think about wanting to go into a career or going to college, or buying a house, or whatever, to achieve your American dream. I I wanted to say what my idea of the American dream in t- today's modern world was at the end, but I think it'd be a lot more helpful if I said it now. I think the American dream has kind of shifted to, on a general basis, not for every person, into wanting to be unique and recognized and like be, put yourself out there more, if that makes sense. You kind of want to be, you, you want to do your own thing, but be recognized for it. And I'd say that's part and play for social media. You know, if you're an artist, you want to, not everyone, but a lot of them want to post their stuff online, which is great, you know. It's good to, uh, <clears throat> it's good to have other people look at that kind of stuff and, you know, give good or bad feedback. Bad feedback is, you know, as long as it's constructive, it's a great thing. But people want to be recognized for it or taking pictures or 
fashionable clothes or having your own clothes or being funny. You just want to be recognized by society. That's kind of my dream of it. And social media is kind of played in. It's helped. I mean, it's played in for a lot of people for that. You know, you start posting random stuff on Twitter with 10, 20 followers. You know, a few years later, you don't even see it coming. You, one of your tweets blows up and you have 50,000 followers and you're verified. And people recognize you for your sense of humor or your editing skills or your view on a politic situation, stuff like that. That's what I believe, you know, social media has played into it. It's kind of along the technology side with phones and emails and computers and everything. There's just so many people and so many people that actually have themselves put out there that it's harder to be unique and be recognized uniquely because there's a lot more people than the 50s and everyone can present themselves more because people have a platform to present themselves to millions of people on every day, every second. Which, I mean, that's crazy. That's been in the past 20 years that that's happened, you know? It's pretty crazy. Diversity, clearly no Jim Crow laws now. There's still some kind, some racism and some kind of, you know, institutionalized stuff like poverty cycles and, I mean, just actual racist people that still exist somehow. <laughs> but, you know, now that diversity is a lot more wide of a thing and it's even leaving race and going into gender politics is part of diversity now, you know. Just who's basically working where and how diverse a situation is has changed a lot. And it can kind of change people's views on stuff too, you know. Especially, you know, uh, because I think, especially new generations, racism's kind of gone. Like, mostly everyone accepts everyone for who, like, as they're born. The peop most, you know, more racist people either were raised with parents who were more racist or they're just old enough to have been part of the time where it was more acceptable to be racist. So it's played a lot more into, like, everyone can do anything, you know. Anyone can be anyone. That's what I believe diversity's played into it. New jobs, you know, new careers. Not everyone's just working the job there is to work. They're working what they want to do. Or there's just a lot more options. You can start companies for anything you want to do. You know, you can be so many more things, especially with technology. You know, you can create technology or program technology, you know, design technology, all that kind of stuff. You can just, I mean, just look at Shark Tank, you know. Someone wants to make a smiley face sponge. So they make a company and sell them. They did great. That was their dream. They achieved it. Their American They were unique. They made a unique product, recognized for it, sold well, made bank. So, yeah, that's, you know, new jobs. Celebrities, I kind of already went over, seeing their lives and seeing how they do everything and live and wanting to be like them and be recognized, you know, whether it be for movies or music or YouTube or yeah, live streaming, stuff like that. You know, even running a company as a cool person like Elon Musk. He isn't some famous movie star or YouTuber. He's, he made like a song. But 
he's famous for what he's done uniquely to the world. You know, Tesla changing the landscape of cars forever. SpaceX is, you know, delving into new territory in space in a figurative way. I mean, we don't really go anywhere except for the orbit anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, media definitely kind of went over that, but now even more in like news media and not just social media. So yeah, news media, if you can do something crazy, you know, clout chasers, get on the news. And I mean, a lot of it, a lot of the news media recognition can be for stupid stuff and people still get the recognition and attention they wanted like licking ice cream in a store and putting it back on the shelf or there's the one where they spit in the mouthwash and put it back on the shelf that that's kind of opened up ways for worse ways of recognition to kind of arise That that all kind of builds into my idea of the American dream. Just those few little topics. I just kind of wanted to go over this. It was an interesting idea I had to record. Just kind of wanted to talk about it. Get my thoughts out there. Do my American dream be unique? Even though podcasts are popular and everyone's doing them. Well, not everyone, but you know, people who have a presence, which I don't. I'm just doing this for fun. You know, it's what I like to do. It's fun. I like having my ideas heard. I like other people kind of, uh, you know, taking my idea and uh, dissecting it the way I dissect someone else's idea. It's cool to hear what people think about what I think. And I think it's cool to tell people what I think about how they think in a respectful manner. You know, a debate, not an argument, not a fight, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, thank you for listening to me ramble. Uh, It's been great. Had a good time. 14 minutes. Not too bad. Not too bad. So, yeah, y'all have a y'all have a good one whenever you're listening to this. Hope it was a good car ride or a walk or a sit down and listen or chores whatever achieve your american dream whatever it is for you do what you want to do if it's not detrimental to society yeah adios thanks for joining us today on secondary Secondary is hosted by Anchor, so if you're looking for a great hosting site for your podcast, check out Anchor, and join us next time. We'll see you soon.